Hello, everybody. On this uh, episode of The Diz Unplugged, we are going to duke it out with our bracket segment, our best of shows, and uh, that's going to include the best ride vehicles, the best animatronics, and the best storyline for an attraction at Walt Disney World. And that's coming up from the Bob Varley Studio. We are live. This is The Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 718 for the week of July 1st, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Sorry about that. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the Diz Unplugged. I am your host, Dustin West, and I am joined at the table this week by my friends, John Magi, Kevin Close. I think Dustin's having a better time than I am. <laughs> a very disdainful uh, Teresa Eccles. What? And it's all good. Kathy Whirling. Back in the production nuke. Uh, nuke. Nuke. <laughs> the, nuke. The, produ- the production nuke. We have. Uh, Master Pamuk. <laughs> Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. Well, I got to tell he you guys. He did not come to a good end. Yeah, man. The, the in- wrapped up in a carpet. The intro for this show is just going wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. it really is. It's, it's going great. <laughs> Um, so, you shouldn't drink between shows. I no. Uh, so anyway, we are doing the best of series that we do, awesome. which is Cause our because we, we do. It's our bracket show, and um, last time we did the best uh, <laughs> the best attractions, and that was the best thrill rides, the best slow moving vehicles, uh, or slow moving rides, and the best um, live stage shows. Well, this week we're going to do, like I said before, the best ride vehicles, the best animatronics, and the best storyline in an attraction at Walt Disney World. And the way that this is going to work for those that didn't see the uh, first show, or for those of you that didn't participate in the first show, is we literally have a a bracket, eight uh, uh, details of attractions that we are going to decide one by one which one is better, and we will get to a winner for each one. and we'll kind of come to a consensus uh, at the table. We'll decide who wins, and then we'll we'll move forward. But also, if you uh, like us on Facebook, that's uh, facebook.com slash disunplugged, uh, we are going to have a series of polls coming out uh, starting tomorrow that will um, let you be able to vote for your favorites, and uh, we'll have a Facebook winner as well, a Facebook winner for the, you know, the polls. And uh, we'll be able to compare who wins um, between us and the folks on Facebook. Sounds good. So um, I always love these uh, segments. The first one that we want to get into is uh, the best ride vehicles at Walt Disney World. And uh, the the process of choosing which ones made it and which ones didn't was kind of interesting. Um, we Wait, ha- we don't get to say what we think it is? We get to decide between the two that are yeah. up there. He's yes. given us the choices. I'm, You're not uh-huh. voting for president. Just go along. Let me give you the rundown on Diplomatic. how this works. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I took all the ones that I thought were the best uh, ride vehicles at Walt Disney World, for example. And I had about 12 or 16 of them, and I had to narrow it down. And that's actually we referred to in the last segment. Me and Pete were talking about it for a long time, and that's we kind of came up to this uh, conclusion to have these on there. 
and then um, randomly selected. So that it's fair, randomly selected which order they would be. Teresa, whoever creates the graphic gets to decide. Oh, okay. That's pretty much how this works. <laughs> well, we saw that golfing graphic. So. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, well, he did on that. Okay. Thanks. We're ready. Move forth. Okay. Oh, so you've decided <laughs> to it, that we're ready. To forth salutations. I'm just trying to explain what the segment is. Thank you. Um, I understand. Okay. okay. Good, good, good. So, our choices uh, for our best ride vehicles at Walt Disney World. We have eight. We start with Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Tower of Terror, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Dinosaur, Toy Story Mania, Soren, and Mission Space. And... Um, so this is just the actual thing you sit in, right. is what we're judging. Exactly. And there's a whole lot of different criteria we can go on. I want you guys to choose your what you think personally uh, is uh, best for this. So it could be the best technological-wise. Um, it could be what helps enhance the storyline in the ride. However you feel, uh, like one of these edges out the other, that's up to you. Gotcha. But we're going to take a vote, and we'll... We'll come to a conclusion. Um, so the first matchup that we have is uh, the the pods that you have in um, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin versus the roller coaster mine train of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train that swivels. So um, I will throw it to Teresa. Who do you think edges out and why versus Buzz Lightyear and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Well, I haven't run the mine train yet, so it's kind of hard for me, but I'm going to go with Buzz Lightyear. Because okay. I like these 360 spinning. You like being spinning. able to control. I do like that spin. I do. Okay. I like that. Right. Being in control is important to me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> John, stop. What? I did anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. All right, that's my opinion. Move on. I've got it. Okay. Mine, I, I, I choose that one. Jeez. You choose, choose Buzz Lightyear. I choose Buzz Lightyear. You can because spin I your like car. the. It's going to be long. I like the spin, especially if we keep letting her talk. Exactly. Kathy. Well, I would go for Buzz Lightyear also, but not for Teresa's. I don't, other than the, I mean, I don't think the mind train really swings enough that it makes an impression. When you're on the ride, it's hard to notice it right. until the very end. I think when it kind of, because you said you hadn't written mm-hmm. it yet. At the very end, it, um, it kind of makes its way back to its center position so that's when you kind of notice that it has been doing that all along but it adds to the smoothness of the uh, the overall ride now i'm not i'm not sure why they included it other than for the wow factor because you know mine trains don't necessarily do well, I, that the whole idea was that you were the theory was that you were going to be riding in like the car that carries the the diamonds and the mm-hmm. rocks and that swayed back and forth in the story okay so that was the whole reason behind the theming of that okay well i don't know if it if it you know extrapolated out to the actual ride or not. yeah well like you said it's not that noticeable but uh kathy what do you what do you choose buzz between? lightyear you choose buzz lightyear okay John, what do you think? Have not rid, ridden Mine Train, but I think Buzz Lightyear in general. I mean, uh, the look of the car, the way it's designed, the fact that you can shoot things with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, an overall vehicle definitely wins out over just a oh, log. Good. My problem with Buzz Lightyear currently, as it stands, is that it needs a little rehab. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. You know, those those joysticks that help you move it back and forth, they're kind of rickety. Sean, don't smirk. Um there's a lot of wear and tear on that ride. Do you too. think rickety joysticks are funny? <clears throat> I don't. I'm laughing in chat because oh. we're all. Talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that's what you were laughing. No, <laughs> I apologize. Sin is on world. Um, 
but the but the concept that shouldn't detract from whether you like it better or not because the ride it's the the vehicle itself is the same whether it's in repair or not right the right. design of it itself yeah. you're right you're right and and for that reason I choose Buzz Lightyear over Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. How about you, John? What was your conclusion? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. How about you, Kevin? Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, same reasons? I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> That's not true. Everybody keeps telling me the mine train seat is small. Yeah. I haven't ridden it. Chances that, are I won't get a chance to. That is true. Um, the the uh, Buzz Lightyear ride vehicle is much more accessible. For anybody, really, and versus the mind train. There's my reason. There you I go. was waiting until we get to the Broadway show tune bracket. I was just going to perk up. music on a ride. That I, get, I have an opinion on. Um, I'm all for a ride where you get to shoot stuff, too. So. Okay. How about you guys in the back? What do you think? Um, I'll go first. I would definitely choose the mind train. I don't care for Buzz Lightyear, the ride, or the vehicles, or any of that experience. Although I will say that it is very tight. Um kind of there's like preformed seats that have to hold your butt and then oh i don't like those yeah. and then your legs have to fit in between a u-shaped uh That's lap bar so it comes over your thighs so if you're if you're thick like in your upper in your like knee area thigh area that's where it's gonna get you yeah i know for me being a uh, a taller guy my knees come up to my chin mm-hmm. in that thing just the really? way yeah because the, the seat kind of slopes down in the mine train so it forces your knees to come up that's how they lock you in it's for safety but it's such a tight space that you just you do feel. I mean, cramped. it's even tight for me, and I'm five four. Mm-hmm. So, if you've got long legs, but but with the design and then the movement of the car itself, I definitely go with my train. Thick knees. Okay. How about you, Craig? Um, I'm going with my train. I just like it better. It's more visually appealing. Okay. okay. You're gonna have to buy me something if you want my knees up by my chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! In our jewelry. Sorry. So it looks like we've come to a decision on that. We have uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin is winning out over Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, um, which is a surprise to me. Even though I knew I was probably going to pick Buzz Lightyear, I thought maybe more people would go with Mine Train. But interesting. Our next matchup we have is uh, the Tower of Terror um, versus Kilimanjaro Safaris. So uh, I don't know. Let's start with Kevin. They're both benches. <laughs> Which bench is better? Well, beyond just the seating design of them, you have two very unique ride vehicles. You have the elevator, um, and you have the safari vehicle. I'm going to go with the safari vehicle. Okay. Do I know why? Any particular reason? Because yeah. it doesn't fall out from underneath. <laughs> Are you a big fan of Tower of Terror? Um, I've been on it several times. It kind of makes me sick to my stomach, and my point is I... I there's no reason to do it anymore. I have nothing to prove. <coughs> so, okay. no. Not a big fan. Okay. How about you, John? Uh, Tower of Terror. They're, they're actually very sophisticated ride vehicles. Yeah. I mean, they are... Not only do they have forward motion, but they also have a platform that they lock on, and there's this random programmable drop sequence, which is very cool. I think that the Safari is kind of just in a Jeep. Right. I think... Um, I think Tower of Terror is a a one of the most technologically advanced on this list. Um, I don't know that I'd put that over Mission Space as far as technologically advanced, but uh, Tower of Terror for me wins out um, because because of exactly what you just said. It has you know different 
ranges of motion forward, backwards, up and down. It goes from one room to another and locks itself into place. And the fact that every ride could be different is it, it wins out for me. Uh, how about you, Sean? Um, this is a tough one for me because I, I really love Tower of Terror. Um, but kind of for the reason that John doesn't like the safari vehicles, I like it. I like the fact that it's a real vehicle that the cast member is actually driving. Yeah. That adds kind of an excitement factor to me rather than, oh, the Jungle Cruise boat is on a track. Or like, right. you know, they, they're pretending that they're driving. But, but this is actually really driving. And I think that's cool. It, it makes the experience more real for me. Also, every ride is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the same, uh, you know, it, uh, in a different way. But every ride is different. Yeah, there are animals there. There aren't. So programmed to come out at different times. <laughs> I guess I didn't really understand that we were talking about the technical aspects of them. I thought you just wanted no, to know my favorite. Overall, yeah, it's an overall yeah. opinion. Doesn't it doesn't matter what it's based on. Like I said, it doesn't have to be technical. Yeah. It's whatever your opinion is, and wherever that comes from. I think the two key elements would be a technological uh, reason or storytelling reason, or even comfort and accessibility as well. Uh, however you want to look at it, it's fine. So, Sean, you chose safaris. Kilimanjaro, yeah. Okay, and how about you, Sean? I mean, uh, Craig, I apologize. Wow, I just nah. can't believe I did that. Uh, no, what's you, Sean? I go with Tower of Terror uh, for the same reasons that John said. It's just, it's it's an amazing uh, use of technology. As opposed to being in an open-air school bus. Exactly. <laughs> Aww. Rude. That's basically what it is. I mean, they've just stripped it down, and I mean, I'm sure there's more technology in there than just a school bus. But There's a radio a with limiter. African stations. There's a radio. There is. There is. How about you, Teresa? You know, it's not always about technology. Okay. I'm going with a safari because like Sean said, there is someone driving it. It's not like just remotely going through here. It's it's a ride that is real and it's taking you through a real landscape that's not you know, just projected upon also, when you look at the vehicle, the vehicle is much more themed. You go to yeah. Terra Terra, and it's just metal. Yeah, it's, it's just a box. metal. So you it's go to the ride, and it's, it's pretty, and they've put pictures of like what this. you're going to eat I on like the, the safari. scene in front of you. Also, with the safari, I mean, I think out of all the cast members that work at different attractions, they're probably the most heavily trained, because not only are they learning how to drive these vehicles, uh, they have to learn about all the different animals, and they have to learn their script in general. Um, there's there's a lot that goes into the safaris, and like you said, every every ride is different. So, uh, you know, being there, I'm sure it's not monotonous working there because it would be different it's every single different, time yeah. that you do it. So safari, Kathy, the safaris. Okay, and why? Well, for the reasons that people have given, um, I'm not a big, you know, scare me half to death kind of person. And every time I do the um, safaris, there's always something different different that happens. Mm-hmm. So I like it for that reason. Okay. I just lost count. So we have... Four to, four we, to three. I we win. won. The yeah. safari one? Yep. No, Tara yeah. won. You said safari Kathy, safari oh, okay. Teresa, safari... What did you say? Sean. I want to see what the final outcome is. <laughs> no. He said, you said. Did you say safari? These safari. three are safari. Yeah. Okay, so safari wins over Tower of Terror. <gasps> Man, and that was my favorite to make it all the way to the end. losing. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, let me just type in the winner here. What's that game? Sorry. <laughs> you couldn't remember the name of the game, Sorry? <laughs> oh, what's that game? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so our, our next matchup is... Uh, the ride Dinosaur versus Toy Story Mania. I'm going to start oh. with you guys in the back. Craig. 
Uh, I choose uh, dinosaur. Uh, once again, it's coming down to technology, but also actually theming in this case too. I think it's a lot better uh, themed than Toy Story. It's just okay. Toy Story is cool. It's just not as good. But. Okay, how about you, Sean? Um, yeah, I actually agree. I like the Toy Story Midway uh, Mania vehicles, but I don't, the spinning gets annoying, and I don't know. Okay. This makes me sick. But yeah, these this this track is really cool, and I love the Indiana Jones version in Disneyland. Um, and Craig was right; the theming is really cool. It, it's relevant to the story. I feel like in Toy Story, it's just kind of like wooden panels and to just decorated rather than actually being part of the story. Okay, so you two guys in the back are dinosaur. Mm-hmm. How about you, Teresa? I want to go with dinosaur too. Okay. Um, I like the fact that you're like in a little jeep, and it's kind of an adventure. Yeah, and it is part of the. It's taking you through the adventure. It's the time versus, rover. Yeah, versus just you know sitting there shooting at you know carnival crap. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both. I mean, it's hard because yeah. they're really they're. You know, I, you said you didn't know it was random the way you matched them up, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you really these two, there's really no comparison for me. I mean. And I only did that because I got some comments last time that <clears throat> perhaps maybe I stacked. The uh, the brackets, uh, which I wasn't intending to do, but it led to a clear uh, winner. No matter how so. you no matter how you put them in there, it's going to be something. Because mm-hmm. if you yeah. compare um, Toy Story Mania to Buzz Lightyear, then you're saying, well, just which one do you like better? Because it's basically the same ride, yeah, exactly, right. just with different twists to them. So and what, you're not going to be right no matter what you do. I like dinosaurs, <laughs> and I like I like the th- the way that it just you're on an adventure, you know. So. How about you, Kathy? Dinosaur. Dinosaur wins out. Yeah, and and I like it because when we did the ABD trip and they showed us how the ride vehicle moved, like all the different things that that ride vehicle can do, that somewhere in the ride you get all that. That's exactly right. what I was going to say. That when you do the backstage magic tour when they show you Indiana Jones, that vehicle is incredibly mm-hmm. intense. I mean, not, it's, you just think, well, it's on a track and they're pulling you around. The things it can do are amazing, and that it doesn't do because they just don't need it for the ride. Right. Oh, yeah. The things it can do. It, I mean, like it a has, a, book. has a complete full range of motion. Like John said, it doesn't necessarily do all of its range of motions, but they could program it to be like you're going over any kind of surface around any kind of turn. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty incredible. How about you, Kevin? Uh, dinosaur. Dinosaur. I prefer the ride, Buzz Lightyear, but I think. The car in Dinosaur is a much cooler Toy vehicle. Story Mania. Yeah, we were going. What did I say? Toy Story Mania. The Toy Story ride. It's a cool ride. I prefer that attraction. Okay. But as far as the vehicle itself, it, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt your show, but this is driving me absolutely insane. Oh. <laughs> There's a Coke can sitting on the back. I'm sorry. Just driving me crazy. Okay. It's like Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> it's the king of cartoons. All of a sudden, Miss Yvonne showed up. <laughs> Miss Yvonne. Miss Yvonne. Well, I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to have to agree with everybody else and say that uh, Dinosaur only slightly edges out for me just because it fits into the story so much better than... Uh, Toy Story Mania. I think it's un- unanimous. Everyone said dinosaur. Yeah, every, yeah. every, which I'm again, I'm surprised. I thought there would be at least one Toy Story Mania. I thought uh, Pete had a strong feeling about. I we that, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to talk about Toy Story Mania. <laughs> wow, to get excited about. Really? <laughs> this is where you drew the line in the sand. <laughs> 
Well, our last matchup, our two favorites. Well, I don't know about that. But anyway, they're both at Epcot. Um, the first one is Soren, the uh, ride vehicle at Soren, and the ride vehicle at Mission Space. I think this one's mm. going to be a tough one because these are both talking about technological advancements. This, these are both uh, high up there. So uh, I'm going to start with you, Teresa. Soren. Do I need to elaborate on that? Please do. You're floating through the sky. It's just the what it, it you feel like you're not with a lot of people. You can you can forget that you're with all these other people mm-hmm. and it's just it's a it's just peaceful. Okay. Sean, how about you? I apologize. What was the other one? Soren and Soren and Mission Space. Oh, definitely Soren. Yeah. Um I, I think I'd mentioned this earlier, but I I love the fact that this was such a revolutionary ride vehicle that on all those Travel Channel specials, they always show the, the Imagineer who invented this type of technology. He built the Erector set, then, and he had this switch, and he showed the motion of the cars going up flat, you know, vertically. Right. Um, so I just think it, it's effective in the ride itself, but also just like John says, the technology behind it is, is so cool. Well, how about you, John? Soren, um, never ridden Mission Space. Okay. Tried to fit in it once and couldn't. So that was a deterrent when you can't fit in something. Right. Um, but Soren again, I'm going to talk about it again and again. Boy, look at that picture. Um, when we do the backstage magic in California, we get to experience that ride from different angles. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool backstage yeah. experience. I don't want to give away too much. So what you get to see is actually, it, it blows your mind uh, as far as what is involved in that ride vehicle. I don't know that much about Mission Space, to be honest with you. I don't know, you know, I know it's a big centrifuge, but I don't know what's involved in the actually making it do what it does. So, okay, so Soren, Soren, Soren for the first three. How about you, Craig? Um, I actually would go with Mission Space. Um, I, I like what Soren does, but for me, uh, knowing attractions, I would almost say like the seat you're sitting on and the whole contraption part. That's the actual ride vehicle, but then it's attached to the track, and the track's what's moving it up. I, I might be completely wrong on that, um, but I think you might be overthinking. It. I, I might be overthinking it, <laughs> but I just like missions. You got buttons, and you press them, go beep boop beep boop. When was the oh, last? Oh man, time? that makes it. When was the last time you were on Mission Space? Um, a couple months ago, probably. Beep boop. Beep, boop. I ride that more often than I ride Soren. Okay. Yeah, same here. I, I've got to agree with you, Craig. I'm going with Mission Space. Now, I have, you know, I'm a little biased. I used to work at Mission Space, and so I've, I've so ridden it. So your vote doesn't count. So my vote doesn't count, no. Uh, uh, I, I, I love it. And being able to understand how it all works in the whole centrifuge, that there's 10 pods, and they all spin around, and they create these G-forces, and um, the floor drops out from under you. It, it, it is an amazing, amazing uh, contraption that they've created there that that does this that technology is outrageous and again like Craig said I love Soren and I think the technology there is outstanding but for me it edges out toward Mission Didn't Space. Did you see the man with his little erector set? Though? I, I did. It was so. It, that was just the first time I ever met the Imagineer when the ride opened. That was what I ran up to him. Mission and, Space or Soren? Soren. I went up to him and said. Do you know how awesome your ride is? Oh, of course you do. And you know how you made it out of your erector set? So I'm sure I still live on in his mind because I was the biggest <laughs> geek he's ever seen gush about his ride. Oh, that's Mission Space? Yes, yeah. it is. Um, so, Kathy, what's your uh, 
choice I would there. say Soren, but mm-hmm. I also like Mission Space. But to me, Mission Space is something I'll do nowhere near as often as I do Soren. So right. they're both good, but Soren. Okay, and how about you, Kevin? I like the simplicity of uh, Soren. I like the story that Sean talks about, that this man sort of designed this in his home. Right. Uh, I am claustrophobic when I feel I am trapped and can't get out, so spinning around in a centrifuge just doesn't <laughs> appeal to me, no matter what you get to do. It can be tight, and it can be disorienting. Even if so, Craig's next to you going, boop, 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 boop. Even if you're making <laughs> I think the simplicity of Soren is what makes it beautiful. Okay. But all these, if you think about all these ride vehicles and how they're all so drastically mm-hmm. different and give you a different feeling, you know, it's not just the vehicle itself, it's what they do with it that yeah. will make you like or not like a ride. So, you know, the first never- time I ever rode Soren was out in California. And I went in the theater and I got, you know, that perfect spot that everybody always tries to get front, front row on the end. And next to me was like this little kid that must have been about four or five and I'm like wait a minute how's this ride going to be and I'm like well it can't be too bad because there's this right. little kid there I was so scared the first time I did it the, the first time that you do it and you go up into the air it yeah. is a, it's a wild feeling it really is well we have our, our winners for the first round and the, the following rounds will be a little bit easier uh, but if we can show the, the slide here we have uh, Buzz Lightyear over Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, The Safaris over Tower of Terror, Dinosaur over Toy Story Mania, and Soren over Mission Space. So our next matchup is going to be Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin versus Kilimanjaro Safaris, the best ride vehicles. Buzz Lightyear versus Safaris. So, uh, Craig, what do you think? Uh, for Buzz Lightyear versus Safaris, I will go with Safaris this time. Um oh. It's more technologically advanced and it's better themed. So, there okay. You go. Okay, how about you, Sean? Safari. Safari it is. Okay. How about you, Teresa? Safaris. Man. All right, Kathy? Safaris. I'm going to agree with you. Safaris. Um, how about you guys, John? Buzz Lightyear. Always take inside versus outside, <laughs> always take air conditioning over heat. Oh, that's my theory. That. And how about you, Kevin? I'm going to say doom buggies. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why wasn't that? I was upset that that wasn't even on the list, personally. Mm, but you should write to somebody about that. I also, the people mover cars weren't on there either. I was uh, upset that, about that, too. That was a contender because of the way, you know, it's magnetically... The maglev. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to get some of the more, I don't know, unique ones in there that did different things. More unique than, than running on magnets? I guess so, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Safari... Then we have our winner between Safaris and Buzz Lightyear. And I think that that comes based a, a lot on, on the theming and the technological advancements uh, in that. You know, Buzz Lightyear, for all intents and purposes, is an omni-mover that you can swivel and shoot stuff at. Safaris, like I said earlier, the training involved in that, it's a full-fledged vehicle that can go off-road. And um, the show is different every time. So our next matchup is uh, the ride vehicle at Dinosaur. Versus the ride vehicle at Soren. I want to see what you guys think, Teresa? What do you think? That's a toughie. They're in, they're very different. They're very different. But if if you had to choose one over the other, I would choose Soren. And okay. I, feel, uh, yeah, I'll choose Soren. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Kathy? That's tough. Um, yeah. 
I mean, my heart says Soren, but for like what goes on, and again, I mean, like Soren's cool because it takes you up in the air, but right. Dinosaur does have more things going for it, so I'll say Dinosaur. I've got to go with Dinosaur as well because <clears throat> I think that it's uh, a bigger part of the story in general. Mm-hmm. It is, it, I mean, even though Soren is the hang glider that you're on, this is the time machine and it plays a big yeah, part. without it, you're just standing there. <laughs> yeah, basically. How about you, Kevin? What do you think? I'm going to say sorry. And this is the same thing I said the last time. The, the beauty is the simplicity of it. Right. And as for it being part of the story, and I was joking, but without it, you're just watching a movie. Exactly. You're right. So yeah, I don't know that you can extricate it from the storyline. Exactly. How about you, John? Soren. Soren. Okay. How about you guys in the back, Craig? Dinosaur. Soren. So I believe Ooh, that is a... Fight it out. That is a Soren <laughs> victory. In the nook. <laughs> So <laughs> we have our two men enter. One man Dissension in the nook. <laughs> Thunder nook. Uh, Thunder nook. <laughs> two men enter. That's my Tina Turner impersonation. In case you didn't know. Oh, we have our final matchup for the best ride vehicles. <gasps> Thank God. It is. <laughs> wow. Kilimanjaro Safaris versus Soren Sean. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening in that moment. For 200 points. <laughs> How Kil- many points do you vote? Do you Kilimanjaro Safaris versus, versus Soren. Oh. I gotta go Soren. Okay. Teresa? Soren. I like them both, though. Yeah. No, Soren. Again, they're very different. But, but because what Kevin says, if you take the ride out, you're just standing there watching a pretty movie with smell. Well, if you take on. the safari vehicle out, you're being hunted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you could get run over. But you can go to a zoo and walk through the animals. Yeah. You're being hunted. You know, if you, <laughs> you, grow, if you want to go hang gliding, you can see those animals without the truck. Right. But you can't go hang gliding without Otherwise, this, you're yeah. just watching the movie. Or trick. falling out of an right. airplane. Right. Stop politicking right. over here. <laughs> How about you, Kathy? Soren. Soren. How about you, Kevin? I would imagine it's... Soren. 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 And I got... Craig? Soren, why not? Soren, Let's go. for me, it's Soren as well. So <laughs> Craig is just afraid of us disagreeing with him. <laughs> I, I really just hate both of them. So. Oh, no, you don't. Aww. Why do you hate them? Grumps. Because I wanted mine to win. I wanted Dinosaur to win, and it didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're going to throw your little game pieces down and leave, huh? I, I'm Ooh. just walking away from the switcher right now. <laughs> Jeez. Well, we, drop the mic. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have our winner. Soren takes the best ride vehicle at Walt Disney World. Again, we're going to have a series of polls going up on Facebook uh, and you'll be able to vote for yours. Don't feel like you have to copy what we say. Just go with your gut. Go with your opinion and we will find out what you guys said on next week's uh, new show. Hmm. It's also grammatically incorrect, which I think really plays a part of it. Soren. (laughs) Soren. So we have our... uh, Yes, it's Soren apostrophe. Uh, We have our next one. Which is, oh if I can just... <laughs> what? Oh, there's a little picture up there. Oh, I know what you're going for. Okay. Okay. Um, we have our next bracket, which is the best animatronics in an attraction at Walt Disney World. And again, some of you guys might think that I left out a few, and I did. Um, but we can only come down to eight, you know? Okay. So I have uh, Abraham Lincoln... I have uh, C-3PO from Star Tours. Now, not only the C-3PO that is in the um, 
in the actual uh, queue, but the ones that are in the rides as well. They've just added C-3PO. We also have Sunny Eclipse at, um, oh, what is it called? Uh, Cosmic, Cosmic Rays. Rays. Uh, the Wicked Witch in the Great Movie Ride. Figment um, hey. from uh, Journey into Imagination. Benjamin Franklin from The American Adventure. And Hopper from It's Tough to Be a Bug versus Jack Sparrow, the collective Jack Sparrow, because there's multiples. So this should be interesting. These are tough. Yeah. So, again, uh, however, whatever criteria you guys want to use to come up with this, it could be the best looking, the best technological. Best looking. uh, However you want to do it, I just want your opinions on which one is better than the other one. Uh, so, who would like to go first? I will. Okay, Kevin, we have Abraham Lincoln in the Hall of Presidents versus C-3PO. Abraham Lincoln. And your reason why? I think it's harder to project a human mm-hmm. than a robot. I right. think to make it look realistic and make it look lifelike, I think it's harder to do that with humans. Okay. I agree with you. I, my, my pick is going to be for Abraham Lincoln as well. And they've made some changes since their last <laughs> rehab. And, um, you know, he does a lot more than he used to. He stands up. He tap delivers dances. A, he tap dances. Oh, he delivers a speech. Um, so a couple I, minutes of stand up. <laughs> <laughs> so I choose Abraham Lincoln as well. Uh, how about you, John? Uh, I've not seen the new C-3PO, so okay. this is a tough one. But Abraham Lincoln, he freed the slaves. I mean, come on. How could God you bless not America, right? God bless America. It's the 4th of July. How could you not vote for Abraham Lincoln? Stole my answer. <laughs> Did I really? Did. Every bit of I need a word break. Because apparently Teresa and I are thinking alike. There's, <laughs> one, there's one brain, and it's on a turntable. It's scary. Um, so, Teresa, I take it you're voting for... I'm going for... with Lincoln. Land of... Yeah, land of Illinois. I love him. Uh, yeah. And he's land of Illinois. good-looking dude. And he, like Kevin said... it's a it, Well, you know, he's able to get prettier and safer than you. Um, no, it's a, it's a human... Yeah. And you don't have to Windex a blank. That's right. <laughs> yeah, C3PO has to be shot. And, and another reason it, it kind of it's emotional when he mm, what he is. what he does and what he says. I actually think that's a really good point. They're able to take a character, something that's inanimate, and make you feel emotion towards yeah. it and react to what he has to say. But again, not seeing C three PO, I don't know, is it him he cried? <laughs> Well, I, I will say this about the new C-3PO. They've always had the one that's in the queue right when you uh, go in the front doors. But now in the ride, he's the he's the pilot of the ship in the ride. And that, that animatronic is just is it really? It's really outstanding, the, the range of motion that he has. Of course, of course, he doesn't have facial expressions or you know hand movements or things like that. So I, or historic speeches. Or historic speeches. Uh, Kathy. Honest Abe. Honest Abe, because Kathy's got to be honest about her opinion. Yeah. (laughs) And how about you guys in the back? Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, going back into the history of, like, Lincoln um, in the 1964 World Fair and then bringing him over there, I mean, he actually stands up out of the chair and then gives the speech, whereas, like, everything else is just in one place and fixed. I mean, It's more static. yeah. yeah, so it, it's amazing technology back then, and it's still amazing technology to this day. All right. And Sean? Here he wait. He does another vote. Abraham Lincoln. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> My vote counts twice. Uh, there you go. Lincoln wins over uh, C-3PO. Sorry about that. Uh, landslide election. Go ahead. Uh, our next matchup is Sunny Eclipse 
from Cosmic Rays. I hate Sonia <laughs> Versus, and we don't have a picture of her, but the uh, the Wicked Witch of the West oh, in the great movie ride. Um, I got a feeling like I know where this one's going. I uh, hate Sunny Eclipse. Kevin, express your feelings. <laughs> I'm going with the witch. First of all, it's the witch from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And I hate Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> Now, Craig, you have a different opinion of Sunny Eclipse. Uh, well, no, I, I also hate Sunny oh. Eclipse. Um, <laughs> I think has the same opinion. Uh, however, I, I, I mean, I go with the Wicked Witch. She's obviously yeah. way better. However, I, I hate Sunny Eclipse so much that I also love him. Like, he, right. it's just so terrible. That's what happens. Okay. Were you abused? But, I was. It sounds like the Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> does Does anybody know about like the the? Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, guys. Does anybody know about like uh, the kind of backstory of the Wicked Witch animatronic? Isn't it like the first of its kind? What happened was when they were uh, developing the animatronics, uh, Lincoln was the most advanced at the moment. Yeah. She was then uh, leaps and bounds ahead. She I forget what they call it. A Wasn't three, she an A two or an A three or something? Because like she's that. a woman. And Sparrow is. You know, Pretty much, and Sparrow is now the most technologically advanced of them. Okay, so that's the history I know it. She was a big show. deal when she first opened, right. right? And she's still—I mean, her range of motion. She's holding the Cackle. broom. She's she looks like a human, except for that. Yeah, you know, it's also a really good representation of that scene in the movie. Right. Yes, it is. It's a recreation of that actual scene, and I hate Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> Sean, uh, I have to go with the witch, obviously too, but I don't understand why people hate Sunny Eclipse. He's loud and obnoxious he's, and takes up seating. Oh, like he's like the Barry Manilow of, of Cosmic Rays. There's nothing wrong oh with that. Oh, but you just answered your own question. <laughs> I have a question. Go back to that it's picture. A national treasure. Picture you. Is he in a giant shrimp shrimp cocktail? <laughs> shrimp hanging outside on his keyboard. Yeah, there's shrimp. I love that. And what they do, like for the dance parties, is you know he lowers into the yeah, floor yeah, yeah. and then they dance on top of his head. Apparently, uh, <laughs> the DJs do. That's pretty cool. Um, so how about you guys? What do you think, Teresa? Wicked Witch from Great Movie Ride or Sunny Eclipse, the, witch. the alien? The witch. Yeah. They both have green skin. They both have green skin. I'm just, I'm going by the my way I felt when I first saw, went through that ride after mm-hmm. year after year after year after year of watching that movie, you know, and seeing it come to life. Mm-hmm. It's like well, part of the same ride is the worst animatronic of all time. Ugawa cheetah. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I like that too. Where's glued to the vine and just swings back and forth. Back and forth until he hits the Towards wall. It. How about you, Kathy? Well, I'm going to show Sonny Eclipse some love. Okay. I think he's so corny. He's good. We like sitting there watching his performance. I'm also going to show Sunny Eclipse some love. Yay. Because um, I... lost. <laughs> the Wicked Witch has already won out. Yes. So our, yeah. our vote is futile. But um, for me, for those that don't know who Sunny Eclipse is, he's in Cosmic Ray's restaurant and he plays the piano and plays lounge music. But it's the only real animatronic in the parks where you can get up close and personal with. Um, and you can really? watch him what for... Can I mean, you can't touch him. But, I mean, you can watch him for... A long period of time, and and if you are an animatronics fan, you can maybe you know. Don't you think it's weird that the Tomorrowland Terrace, the restaurant of the future, doesn't have automatic doors? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. we already have that. Here's, I, here's a very interesting argument because actually, my point when I was going to say my choice of Wicked Witch was we had a chance to do the Tables in Wonderland event mm-hmm. twice, had a chance to stand up close to the mm-hmm. Wicked Witch, and again, 
you, a lot of Disney is smoke and mirrors. A lot right. of Disney is distraction and what do you see and what you don't see. The witch is a full-fledged character as she comes up out of that. Yeah. And from every angle, she looked lifelike. Again, they, they're recreating something that people are familiar with. This is a made-up creature. It was okay to do whatever you wanted. They're recreating Mar- Margaret Hamilton right. in The Wicked Witch. I think it's much more successful. I, I have to bring up, before we move on, that in chat, the, the defense of, of being afraid of sun eclipses is because of his tiny feet. They're not proportional. <laughs> if you oh, look yeah, at the picture, everyone's afraid of his tiny feet. Oh, he feet. does have tiny feet. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's how he works. That's that like is a size reason six. to be afraid of someone. Yes. Right? Just, well, I'm just okay. voicing. I'm the voice okay. of the people. The voice when of the people. You are the voice when of the I see you, hear the people sing. The eye. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the Wicked Witch clearly wins out. How uh, many more of these do we have to do? Hundreds. <laughs> not much. Not much more. Don't worry. Uh, our next matchup is Figment from Journey into Imagination versus Benjamin Franklin at American Adventure. Kathy, I'll let you go first. Oh, geez. Hmm. Which one should I pick? Be, uh, no, no. Think about it. Don't just go with the little purple thing. <laughs> hmm. I've thought about it. Figment. Why? Because he's a lovable little fellow. But what's he do? <laughs> and that right, he does everything. Yeah. He's yeah. hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. He's yeah. making smells. Not only is he an animatronic, he's animated. He's, he's statue still uh, upside down in his house. And... Um, it and, is, and, and what's what does good old Ben do? That's so fantastic. Hey, Ben is actually off on, uh, dressed <laughs> historically. His clothes are historically accurate. So spin. he has three. <laughs> he has three human hair wigs that are thousands and thousands of dollars each. Even down to the fact that his socks and his underwear are historically accurate, even though you would never see them. So Benjamin Franklin is actually quite a complex character. Yeah. Can you tell I've taken the backstage magic oh, yeah. yes. at Disney? I think there's there's no secret that uh, the American Adventure is, as far as animatronics go, is the most technologically advanced uh, show production, yeah. production in general. I mean, these For animatronics. these uh, these show scenes come up out of the ground. They actually go under the seats where you're mm-hmm. sitting, and the yeah. fact that you don't know that while you're watching the show is amazing. The sets are stored underneath, and they're on like a like a trolley system, and they come up and down and disappear under your seat. And the fact that you don't hear any noise or any vibration. It's pretty amazing. Now we well, let's, don't. Let's just figure Figment's not going to make it to the final round, so I have to show some love where I can. So, what about the particular Figment animatronic and his character in general in the show? Do you like? Just, yeah. just. What is the reasoning? What's the backstory the, the, on this? The feeling that I get when I go through the ride and the, the whole story that goes along with it. It's not that he's so technologically advanced. But I come out of there, I, I've told this story four million times, I'm sure, but when I need to have, like I have some project that I need to, to work on, and you know how sometimes when you see the big picture, Figment reminds me that it spar- starts with just one little spark, that you can break anything down to that one little thing, so anything you want to accomplish, once you have that one little thought, you can... So <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> see you after the show. No, your your little speech here is touching me in some it's weird trickish way. That is nice. I just figured it's like one of those teaching moments in, in the same way that Ben Franklin does. I think yeah. you get a feeling when you go through Figment. 
Now, the picture that we have here of Benjamin Franklin isn't the one, but there's one particular animatronic of him where he actually walks up steps to meet uh, Mm -hmm. Thomas Jefferson as he's going over a draft of the Declaration of Independence. So for that reason alone, Benjamin Franklin takes my vote. How about you, Teresa? Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. I'm sorry. And you guys over here? Benjamin Franklin. Also, when they're the scene where they're writing the Declaration of Independence, they explain that there are actual drafts. On the floor that are mm-hmm. crumpled up, and they're also historically accurate. Now, Figment Walt those. Disney was quoted. I'm going to get the the quote wrong, but Walt Disney said, "People might not notice the details, but they'll notice if they're missing." Right. So the fact that his underwear are historically accurate, <laughs> and his hair is human hair, that's really not noticeable from out in the seats. And until you hear about it, it gives you a new appreciation right. for it. Again, I think they're representing a human being which is harder than representing a character from someone's imagination. And trust me, I love Figment. I, I liked him better okay, when his we'll friends were... Okay, we'll be friends then. But I you liked know him what better I, when he was with Dreamfinder. I was going to yes, say, if, that, yes. if the question were different and Dreamfinder were in there, Dreamfinder was a great animatronic. He was. Yes, yes. So if this question was asked before the rehab, I might have been swayed. <laughs> How about you guys in the back? Benjamin Franklin or Figment? Ben. 100% Benjamin yeah. Franklin. It's all about the Benjamins. Okay, I see where my friends... Been waiting for that. Sorry, Kathy. We can be friends and disagree. Not over a figment. <laughs> she, she put up her case and... I um, tried. You know, it just didn't work out. I'm sorry, Kathy. Benjamin Franklin beats figment. Oh, I'd go see that show. <laughs> <laughs> Cage match. Our, our final matchup uh, in the first round is uh, Hopper, which is the grasshopper from uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug, versus Jack Sparrow at Pirates of the Caribbean. So um, I will let Craig go first. Uh, Hopper, he's just way more advanced. Jack Sparrow might look kind of similar in the Imagineer's eyes to uh, Johnny Depp, but Hopper's better. Okay, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I, I think Hopper is a very advanced animatronic, I think, uh, but I think the fact that they completely captured Johnny Depp, and especially the animatronic where he's coming out of the barrel, I, I don't think you can beat that at uh, all. That's being generous. I wouldn't say they completely captured I believe them. there's more servos in Johnny Depp's face than there are in the entire Hopper. I believe I read that somewhere. Oh, my gosh. In order to get him to go... And that, you can have your opinion. Yeah. You just, so I'm just, I, you I just won the Geek Award. Really? <laughs> there's more servos what the in his heck? face. Where did that come from? Sean, what do you think? I completely agree with Craig. I, I, I don't care for the Johnny Depp figures. Okay. I think Hopper is, is amazing. And the fact, I mean, we're going back to those Travel Channel specials where they show you the director set, but you see the guy practicing eight hours a night. I have to do this extra, this workout routine with Hopper. Do you guys remember those? Where's our little no. Hopper picture? We don't have a little picture. No, I, I'm sorry. I don't have a picture But he, come, of he comes out of that the the cave or whatever. He's in that hole in the floor, and then he does all those movements, and he's huge. And Hopper is at Winter Summerland, <laughs> where apparently no photos are allowed to be taken. <laughs> oh, they're never going to let me live that one down. Teresa? All right. Johnny Depp just looks dirty and creepy, and I can't get past that. So okay. I'm going to have to default to the hopper. Okay, Kathy. Johnny Depp, just because when he came and saw his animatronic, he was impressed. And you're usually your harshest critic. You know, like if you saw one of you and you go, oh, but look, they didn't get that. And if he was cool with it, Johnny Depp. Cool. So that's two for Johnny Depp. Three, uh, Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, three for Hopper. How about you, John? Jack Sparrow, uh, when he first was put in that ride, there's a scene where he's standing up 
and sort of hiding. I actually thought there was a person there. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was so lifelike, I thought that there was an actor dressed as him. So wow. that's why I go with Johnny Depp. Tiebreaker, Kevin. Uh, Johnny Depp. Aha, uh-huh. we have a one. Only because, again, I've said it a couple of times now, I think it's harder to represent a human and make it look lifelike, and right. especially when he's recognizable. But I also think the Jack Sparrow character added something to a legendary ride and I am all about the legends I you know some things I don't think need to be changed I think this edition was successful I hate the additions to it's a small world for the same reason though so I think this made the story better and I also think it made the story more relatable to younger kids mm-hmm. who right. might not have seen the the wonder that we all saw in Pirates of the Caribbean when it, it was first when we first saw it Kids have become much more advanced, and I think adding a character they recognize made this ride better. I'm, I completely agree. Now, we have a final four here that I think is going to be a lot more difficult than the last one we just did. Oh, I'm sorry. I just uh, messed with uh, my little thing. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Hands where we can see them. The, the photo of the bracket. So our final four is Lincoln versus the Wicked Witch, and... Benjamin Franklin versus, I spelled it wrong, Jack Sparrow. Um, Jackal. <laughs> Jackal Sparrow. Um, so I think this will be a much more difficult uh, decision. Let's go around the room. Uh, Lincoln versus the Wicked Witch, Craig. Um, I'm still going to go with Lincoln. Okay. She's more impressive, but Lincoln. You, God bless America. How about you, Sean? I agree. Lincoln. Okay. How about you, Teresa? Lincoln. Kathy? Lincoln. John? It's tough, but I'm going to say Lincoln. Kevin? Lincoln started at the 1964-1965 World's Fair, and he's still around. A little bit more history there. I'm going to go with Lincoln as well. Even though the one here is not the original original, it has that... um, Legacy. It has that legacy, yeah, exactly. Our next matchup is Benjamin Franklin versus Jack Sparrow. Um, Teresa, who do you pick? Ben Franklin or Jack Sparrow? Ben Franklin. Okay. Kathy? Jack Sparrow. Okay. John? Jack Sparrow. It's two for Jack Sparrow. How about you, Kevin? Don't let me down, Kevin. This one's really tough. I'm going with Franklin. Any particular reason over Jack Sparrow? Only because I've heard more I've taken that tour and I know more about him and I know what went into it um, and I think all of that detail isn't visible from the audience but I love knowing he's the, it's there yeah okay and it's just an emotional thing it's not yeah. there you know there's more emotion I feel like in that show right. than there is Pirates of the Caribbean by far I don't usually you know I think that show makes me feel patriotic when I see it and I guess I don't see it all that often, and I don't walk around, you know, waving a flag and stuff. But right. I kind of like the feeling. I like the music. I like. I really suggest everybody take the the backstage magic tour at Walt Disney World to get an idea of what actually goes into that show. How many times have I said actually? <laughs> um, and that's the for those that don't know, that's the American Adventure show in the American Adventure at Epcot. And World the tour Showcase. I'm talking about takes you through backstage of yeah. through a lot of stuff. So I, I would say that. Okay. So we have two Jack Sparrows, two Benjamin Franklins, Craig. Ben Franklin. Sean. Benjamin Franklin. 
I got to go with Jack Sparrow, but it doesn't matter because Benjamin Franklin's going to take the cake on that one. Um, so our final matchup is Benjamin Franklin <laughs> versus Abraham Lincoln. Now, is this Abraham Lincoln the vampire slayer? or is this Because he would win, I think. I didn't know we were going to come to the... Uh, so the historical figures, I really didn't predict that. I thought maybe the Wicked Witch would make it a little bit further. But, uh, okay, so, Craig, uh, Lincoln versus Franklin. Um, I'm going to go with Lincoln still. Yeah. Um, like I said with Wicked Witch, even though Ben Franklin might be a little more impressive, I still like Lincoln. Yeah. Sean? This is really hard because yeah. I love them. I mean, you appreciate both of them. Um but it really comes down to whether you you think the technical stuff is more impressive versus kind of the legacy and the history. Right. Um, what do you lean toward? I, I guess history. So Lincoln. But, I mean, you, when you w- watch him walk up those stairs, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Teresa? Lincoln. Kathy? Lincoln. Lincoln. I understand he's not the original, but Walt had a hand in Lincoln. Oh, man. So was this unanimous? <laughs> oh, my. He ran the back of his head. No, I think Walt was around when Lincoln was created. Mm-hmm. I like the history of that character. He was revolutionary in 1964. And I have to go with Lincoln as well. Was that unanimous? Did everybody? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so let me just pull this up real quick. Um, sorry. We have our, our winner for the best animatronics at Walt Disney World. Abraham Lincoln at the Hall of Presidents in the Magic Kingdom and I mean these were really tough especially our final four but um, Lincoln with his legacy Walt had a hand in him that that takes Walt was involved in the creation of the Lincoln animatronic Mm -hmm. is that better yes there you go thank you all right well guys we have one more bracket this one's going to be interesting Um, we have the best I think we should do which is better the safari rider Lincoln (laughs) <laughs> I think it should be like a game of Clue. Lincoln riding the safari ride <laughs> with a candlestick. In Cosmic Rays. Our final bracket is the best attraction storyline at Walt Disney World. Now, this one's interesting. This is the ride that you feel like conveys the story the best. While you're on the ride, both the pre-show and on the ride, the story, you know, how the story comes across in the ride. Um, so our options here are Splash Mountain, Versus Dinosaur, Great Movie Ride versus Star Tours, Living with the Land versus Spaceship Earth, and Tower of Terror versus Carousel of Progress. I just want you to know that I think there's a glaring exception here. And what is that? Hall of Presidents. And for that matter, the American Adventure. I think there. I would. That would be my. As far as the story, these are all great. Mm-hmm. <coughs> In my opinion, that tells the best story. And okay. It's, but the fact that it's historic, historically accurate, I think that is the best storyline in Walt Disney World. So I just want to put that okay. in. I'm sorry I didn't include it. I apologize. Um, so our first matchup, best storyline, Splash Mountain versus Dinosaur. John. Uh, Splash Mountain, hands down. First time I rode Dinosaur, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> it was just loud, and I was being thrashed about, and my back hurt. Splash Mountain, I think, is great because... <laughs> why'd you be thrashed about? Uh, Splash Mountain tells the story of a movie that not everyone has seen. Yeah. Or has had the opportunity to see, and yet it's beloved. 
So I think Splash Mountain from beginning to end. Show us your bone. I think it's great. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not what he says, but it no, does sound that's like what it. he sings. <laughs> throw you in the briar patch, <laughs> Teresa. I agree with John. I love that. That's scary. You love Splash Mountain, or that she agrees I love with that you? She agrees with me. Yeah, mark this day. I do for yeah. the exact same reason. Okay. How about you, Kathy? Splash Mountain. I think it tells the story a little bit better than Dinosaur does. Really? See, I've okay. I'm going to go with Dinosaur because I feel like in the lobby, Bill Nye tells you all about the dinosaurs and extinction. And then when you get in and you see Felicia Rashad, she tells you exactly what you're doing alongside the guy from CSI. And I feel like from beginning to end, there's that whole story arc that is completely laid out in front of you. Whereas Splash Mountain, um, I love the story, but it's, it's, I think the story's less in your face than maybe Dinosaur is. And don't get me wrong, I love Splash Mountain. It's always been one of my favorites. Um, but I think, personally, for me, Dinosaur tells the story better throughout the ride than Splash Mountain does. Hmm. Um, how about you, Kevin? Splash Mountain. I think Dinosaur, especially if you've ridden Indiana Jones, I kind of think the storyline of Dinosaur is a mess. Okay. I think John, I agree with John. It's loud, and when you're all done, other than seeing T-Rex, a lot of time you're just bouncing around in the dark. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, I will say, for me, Dinosaur tends to be the most easily quotable attraction at Disney World because Felicia Rashad's awesome, but that's my personal opinion. Um, it's like watching one of those movies or TV shows over and over again, and you just keep quoting it and quoting it. How about you, uh, Sean? Uh, I love the story for Dinosaur, but absolutely Splash Mountain. Uh, it's just a better experience for me. Uh, it feels more immersive, and I don't know. It's Song of the South. Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus. Yeah, really. Shows you Need I say more? <laughs> and Craig? Uh, going off what you said that it was, we were basing it on the actual, which had told the best storyline, I feel like Dinosaur, although it's a made-up story, it tells the yeah. story. If you've seen Song of the South... It, Splash Mountain doesn't really represent that story, in my opinion, that well. It, it takes little pieces from it, but it doesn't completely represent it. I, I think you it's know more. Splash, or, that was made up too, right? <laughs> I, I I appreciate. I like Splash Mountain better. I, I think it's more fun. I would rather go on that a million times. But if we're going based on what is the actual tells the more complete story. I say dinosaur tells a more complete and story. Splash Mountain tells the sanitized portion of this. Yeah, story. you yeah. can exactly. tell That's it the, the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, the li- live action portions. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's so, uh, controversial. So, regardless of what we think, Craig, Splash Mountain wins. And it probably should. <laughs> regardless of what we think. <laughs> uh, our next matchup is the Great Movie Ride versus Star Tours. Start with mm. me, please, on that Teresa. one. Teresa. The Great Movie Ride. Okay. Because it's telling you. Although it's a outdated version slightly, the story of movies mm-hmm. and it just takes you through. Well, this is going to sound weird. It kind of takes me through my life as watching movies. Not that I've watched them when they first came out, these movies, but they've always been in my life. And right? Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. right. Right? No. I mean, you're you good. know, you, I mean, you I just... knew you had to say yes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Nod your head. Yes. Am I right, Sean? <laughs> I don't know, and I just like it. I just like the whole theming of it. I like the way it does tell a story from, you know, 
the beginning Are of... Are you starting to cry? I am! I'm crying yeah. over this stupid well, thing. Well, Teresa, I agree with you. I think Star sure. Tours does tell a story, especially the new version of Star Tours, tells mm-hmm. a much better story than the old version did. Um, but great movie ride, the, the whole concept, the narration throughout, you get the whole picture. So I've got to go with great movie ride as well. And at the end, they scream my daughter's name out. And it just so, embarrasses her so much Mar- every time. Marlon Brando screams yeah, your right. daughter's name out. Um, Kathy? Well, I should say... It's my other choice, Star Tours, just because you said great movie ride. Um, There's some bad blood after the figment debacle. Yeah. Cut me in the parking lot. But <laughs> to me, the great movie ride is more like classic Disney, mm-hmm. and I like that. But I'm sure there's lots of kids that can't relate to the great movie ride. That's and true. I think Star Tours tells a good story if you're into it. Yeah. But I can go on Star Tours and not have a clue. Right. But it's still fun, on. but you don't know if you don't right. know the story. But the line. great movie ride, I get the movies and I get the feeling and like when we did that um, dinner that they had the characters in the different areas, that was pretty awesome. I wish the queue they would they would switch out the exhibits and make that more As long as they don't take out the horse from Mary Poppins. Poppins. Right. Okay. That's a real get to have that there. Yeah. How about you, Kevin? What do you think? Um, I agree with Kathy. I am not a huge fan of Star Wars. I right. saw the first three when they first came out. The, the rest of them, I have... <laughs> I, the only reason I've gone is because I was promised popcorn. Um, <laughs> and I think the great movie ride celebrates pretty much a, a truly American art form. Yeah. There is a caveat. The Great Movie Ride desperately needs an update, especially mm-hmm. that last scene. There's nothing yeah. past 1982, yeah. 1983. <laughs> I also think some of the references in the movies, while people like Teresa and I, who are classic movie fans, get them, I think there's a lot of things in there that have gone beyond the generations that there are people now who have no idea yeah. what they are. Especially in the narration itself, they make... They actually quote some of the lines from the movies. But you know what I think about that? I I would hope that after you had taken your child through that ride, that it would spark their interest in going back and and checking out these films. I know I've forced my children to watch every one of those films. Let's go watch Casablanca. It's a light, fun movie for the whole family. (laughs) How about you, John? Uh, I have not been on the new Star Tours. Okay. So I'm going to say Great Movie Ride by default. However, I kind of agree, disagree with you guys. I think the Great Movie Ride storyline's a mess. I don't really think it's sort of a linear telling of movie history at all. Well, they had kinda... to pick and choose, though. They couldn't put everything in. No, but and I they mean... They also insert you into the movie. I mean... By what? Are... That guy running around the thing with a gun in his hand? <laughs> no, but when you walk in... You, when you go into the Indiana Jones bar part, you actually, you know, oh, it had to be snakes. You know, you're actually in part of the movie. The set pieces are grand and spectacular. I think if you're familiar with the first Alien movie, I think that's a good thing. The Sigourney Weaver I think they all need, and the Wizard of Oz thing. I think the Wizard of Oz thing is spectacular. I I just don't think from a linear storytelling perspective it tells any kind of story of the history of movies. Well, you're getting bits and pieces, though. Right, but it doesn't. Right, so that's just, you know, that's what it is, and that's great. I love it. I think it's fantastic. I just, that's but my opinion. As a beginning to end story, right. you feel like it doesn't do the same. Okay. How about you guys in the back? Sean? Um, great movie ride. I agree with pretty much everything Teresa said, except they don't mention my daughter's name. But I also <laughs> understand where John's coming from. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it, and I love being inserted into the movies. But when you really kind of analyze the, the order they're in and what it does as a whole, it gets a little iffy. But I still love it. Okay. Craig? Uh, I actually completely agree with John on his point in Great Movie Ride. However... With the new Star Tours, um, 
the fact that you can bounce around in like to the battle on Hoth, but then all of a sudden show up in scenes that take place in episode two and episode three. Yeah. That's where that loses it for me. It's it's cool because you get to experience different things, but you're messing with that whole timeline. And I didn't realize Star Tours was about time travel. Um, <laughs> they never made that clear. If you're so. going faster than speed of light, yeah. it's possible. But that's that's where mine is. So unanimous, great movie ride on that one. Uh, and we're we're wrapping up pretty quick, guys. Uh, Living with the land versus Spaceship Earth. This one's tough. Yeah. For me personally. Even though I love living with the land, I think it is one of my favorites at Epcot in that type of ride. I got to give it to Spaceship Earth. I think it from beginning to end, the whole concept of beginning of time to now, it, it just it tells that story beautifully. I would prefer the a different ending, but that's my opinion. I a think different ending on Spaceship Earth. Yes, than than what we have currently. Oh. I would I would like an ending more similar to what we had before the TV screens that we have now, but I think Spaceship Earth beats out living with the land and I love living with the land. So, uh, John, what do you think? I can pretty much mimic that. I think that's exactly my thoughts on it. Living with the land is great. I don't know that there's a story there. It's educational. So they're telling you about stuff. As far as story goes, it's uh, Spaceship Earth. And again, that's another one of those where you kind of have to you know, play along with them a little bit. Yeah. You know? Well, they had to pick and choose. Right. But they thought the highlights of it all, you know. Right. It skips from, you know, Rome burning to the industrial yeah, there's, there's revolution. there's some giant it holes from Rome in burning there. to, you know, Steve Jobs building a computer, you know. <laughs> I am going to sure. agree with both of you. I think okay. you both said it perfectly. I love living with the land. I think story-wise, the spaceship Earth, and I love those little horses that just run off into the uh-huh. distance. Um, and the snoring monk. <laughs> and this snoring monk. I like the old ending better. Mm-hmm. I don't care about choosing my ending or where I want to live, if it's a treehouse right. on the beach or whatever it is. I like that sort of, you know, look back at Earth kind of thing. So I think for those reasons, I agree with both with what both of you said. Okay. How about you, Craig? Uh, same as everyone else, Spaceship Earth. <laughs> no need to say more. Okay, then you won't. I won't. <laughs> How about you, Sean? I have a lot more to say. Good. Um, no, I definitely Spaceship Earth, but it, this is a tough one because I love living with the land. It's probably my favorite ride in Epcot. But you're right. The story is kind of it's amb- I don't know, ambiguous. It's just kind of the basic story of gardening things. And right. And, 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 pest a sim- control and in a similar way, it, it follows Spaceship Earth, you know, the beginnings of agriculture and stuff like that, and, yeah. and to modern technology. So there is a story there, but... I also think when that first opened, that whole thing of hydroponics was really cool. And now that it's an infomercial where I can grow tomatoes upside down in my kitchen, it's just not as exciting. That's a yeah. Ron peel ad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, however, I think that's another one of the things where the vehicle, I realize it's just a boat that you go yeah. through the greenhouse. That should have been on the bed on the best vehicle selection. I'm all about the criticism, Dustin. <laughs> um, but I agree. I think... It doesn't have much of a story. Okay. Anything else, Sean? I think I'm good. Okay. Spaceship Earth. How about you guys? So, Teresa. Spaceship Earth. Um, and I kind of like the ending because I liked it the other way, but I like it this way, too, because it's making you think, even though it's cheesy and it's, you know, I end up looking weird and, you know, yeah. floating through space and some little car and don't get to pack my own clothes, whatever. It's, I like it because it's making you think about the future and the future of Earth and, what might be possible, even though none of that crap's probably going to happen. I think that the, the, the old ending left you with a sense of awe. Yeah. Yeah. It was but more, this one doesn't. No. How about you, Kathy? 
same as everybody else. Spaceship Earth it is. So our final matchup in the first round is Tower of Terror versus Carousel of Progress. And I want to kind of speed this up. We need to wrap up pretty soon. So uh, Tower of Terror versus Carousel of Progress. Kevin, what do you think? Oh, we know what he's going to say. What was it again? The Carousel of Progress and what was the other one? Tower of Terror. Oh, Carousel of Progress. Again, it's... Classic. It's a, it's a, it's a legacy a thing. Yeah. I understand that. I love the story, and I love the theming of Tower of Terror. That wins on that. Mm-hmm. But as far as the story, I ha- and it's, again, it's an emotional thing. Yeah. It's, again, the World's Fair that, you know, Walt had a hand in the design of this attraction. I think technologically Tower of Terror is more advanced, mm-hmm. but... This is all about story, though. And for me, I agree with you, Kevin. It's got to be Carousel of Progress because not only is there emotion involved with it's a legacy thing. It goes back years. You know, the story that they're actually telling in the attraction is is heartwarming. And it's about progress. It's about family. And I think I, that wins out over Tower of Terror for me. How about you, John? Agreed. Carousel of Progress. I think it's also interesting, too, that you sort of follow one family through time I think it's you know great story they don't age they don't age storytelling at its best a song that the Sherman Brothers right that is well it's an earworm it catches you it tells the story of the ride it's something that's always remembered and we joke now that it breaks down all the time and it's a great place for a nap but that ride vehicle was revolutionary (laughs) Um, pun intended but it was revolutionary at the time and I think that's also very cool Kathy carousel of progress i mean just the the history behind it i'd be really sad if it ever went away how about you Teresa? carousel of progress thank you what oh we can agree <laughs> no the history I, everything kevin said everything sean uh yeah i love the design theming and uh, story of tower of terror but can't compare with carousel of progress and craig uh, yeah, Carousel of Progress is better in any ways. Steve Gutenberg and Kristen Dunst <laughs> told the story. Kir- Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Whatever. Yeah. Kirsten. They told the story better of Tower of Terror than Tower of Terror does. And it's on sale yep. at, at, at the Tower uh, gift shop. Five ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> so our final four is Splash Mountain versus the Great Movie Ride and Spaceship Earth versus Carousel of Progress. Let's start with Splash Mountain versus the Great Movie Ride. I got to go with Splash Mountain on that. How about you, John? Splash. Kevin? I'm going to go with the Great Movie Ride. Okay. Craig? Uh, I am going with Movie Ride. Two versus two right now. Sean, what do you think? Mm, this is hard. Uh, great Movie Ride. Okay, how about you? Great <laughs> Movie Ride. Oh my goodness. And Kathy? Great Movie Ride. Wow. We lost out on that one. So Sorry. Great Movie Ride beats out Splash Mountain. <laughs> Wow, I was not expecting that. Really? Really? Well, I guess now after our conversation, it makes more sense. But coming into this, um, and so our next matchup is Spaceship Earth versus Carousel of Progress. I've got to go with Carousel of Progress. Kathy, Carousel of Progress. This is hard for me. This one is. The last two have been hard. Do you need some time? Senior mood elevator. She's are, you, are you okay? Okay, we'll skip. We'll come back. Sean. Carousel of Progress versus Spaceship Earth. Carousel of Progress. Craig. Carousel of Progress. Me too. Kevin. Carousel. Yeah, Carousel. Are you, are you sad about Spaceship Earth? Okay. Uh, are you okay? They're not taking it away. I know. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry. It's okay. All right, so we have our final matchup. 
for best attraction storyline at Walt Disney World, we have the Great Movie Ride versus Carousel of oh, Progress. No. I wasn't. Sh- I really did not expect this outcome. Um, we were just talking about uh, our best attraction storyline. Uh, teach you how to spell. I know. Oh my god. That's all right. Just leave it up. Okay. That's well, funny. hold on. I've got to. Anyway, uh, Teresa, if you're emotional over this, you better never watch Sophie's Choice. I know. Oh, oh, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, um, anyway, we were talking about uh, the Carousel of Progress versus the Great Movie Ride, and Teresa was getting uh, quite uh, emotional over that. She voted for the Great Movie Ride, uh, but unfortunately, everybody else voted for Carousel of Progress to be the winner of our bracket for the best attraction storyline at Walt Disney World. So there we have it. Do a recap of what the three winners are. Yeah, we have the Carousel of Progress winning the best attraction storyline at uh, Walt Disney World. Not the best attraction. Uh, I'm sorry. Best Just attraction. the best storyline. Right. right. The best storyline. Uh, we have Abraham Lincoln winning the best animatronic at Walt Disney World. And we have... The best ride vehicle at Walt Disney World was Soren. So those were our three brackets for today. Again, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash disunplugged, and you'll be able to follow along uh, with our polls that we're going to be putting out tomorrow, and you can vote for your favorites, and we'll reveal those uh, those answers on next week's new show of the Diz Unplugged. See if you can make Teresa cry while you post it. Uh, I'm telling you. I'm sorry that that got to you. It's just so much. But anyway, folks, that is going to do it for our episode of the Diz Unplugged this week. We hope you had a wonderful time. And again, play along with us on Facebook, and we will see you next week. Have a good week, everybody. Oh.